Your day has just begun. But for DJ and PK, they're just hitting their stride. It's time for all your headlines from the night in sports. As DJ and PK tell you what's trending. Are you ready? Ready. On 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Hashtag NBA. I don't think there's any way that anybody can have a certain level of supreme confidence that this thing is going to go the way that they expect or they hope. That's Yahoo Sports' Vince Goodwill. He's got no confidence in the Orlando bubble. It's not going to go the way they hope. I don't think I can be that definitive about it. It's too unknown. I haven't been through a pandemic before. And if you're not down there, the eyes to see, you know, what kind of holes are there in the system. And when you talk to people who are down there, and the Jazz did a, a Zoom yesterday with Dennis Lindsay, who's here in Utah, and then Justin Zanuck, who's down in Orlando, you know, and, and so the question to Justin is, you know, what's it like? He's like, well, I, I can't tell you yet. We're quarantined. He says, you, you, know, you, you fly in, you, they, they bust you in, right? And, and he says, I've seen the lobby. And we have to go up to our rooms. We got to wait. We got to be checked. We can't leave our rooms right now. So I don't know. You know, so how many workers are coming in? How much interaction is there? I've read some of the details. It could all, it could all fall apart. I think MLS is nervous about how many tests they've had positive down there. One team's pulled out. Another team, man, from the math, you'd think they're on the brink of it. So if you have doubts, I get the doubts. But, you know, are there, it's, are there something in the mechanics that one league's doing and the other isn't that is changing it? Or is it just there haven't been enough NBA teams there for long enough? We'll find out going forward. All right. Uh, while you're there in the NBA, you might see some familiar faces. The Brooklyn Nets assigned veteran guard Jamal Crawford as a replacement player for the Orlando restart, reportedly closing in on a deal with Michael Beasley as well. I don't know if Jamal Crawford can stay in front of anybody. He's about 150 years old in NBA years. Or 40. Okay, he's 40. But in the NBA, I mean, 40's old in the NFL. Defense is his issue, yes. Yeah, but if you're Tom Brady, you know, how much running around have to do? I mean, if they think you can't defend in the NBA, they're going to run some pick and rolls at you. Good luck with that. But he can still shoot it and shoot it all day long. Patty Mills. Australian teammate of Joe Ingles, San Antonio Spurs, but, you know, when it comes to the Olympics and uh, all the global competition, they're teammates. Patty Mills says he's donating every cent he's earning in Orlando to help social justice movements. I'm proud to say I'm taking every cent from these eight games that we're playing, which for me will be $1,017,818.54, donated to Black Lives Matter Australia, Black Deaths in Custody, and to a recent campaign, uh, Dedicated to ending racism in sport in Australia called We Got You. Giving away a million bucks, you got my attention. And Dwight Howard giving away 700000 does too. You know, it's one thing to, to say something. It's another thing to, you know, put the money where the mouth is, is the cliche, right? And you're giving away a million dollars, you have my attention. I hope, and I've heard this from nonprofit people who are way smarter about this stuff than me, that uh, a lot of donors to nonprofits have gotten very data-driven. I mean, they want the feel-good of giving away the money, but they also want to know exactly what they accomplished. You know, if you're feeding people, how many people did you feed? 
if you're educating people how many people went to school but how many people stayed and got the degree right if you're feeding kids in school did it up attendance at school did it lower um did it lower discipline issues at school so it's cool that he's giving it away and i hope that as they do this you know they get the best info and they learn from other people's mistakes and get up to speed because a million bucks is a lot of money and hopefully they're going to get a lot of results for that too but good for patty mills we'll talk with joe ingles about that i wonder if that is and i mean obviously i don't know patty mills right i know him to watch basketball i don't even think i've interviewed him when the spurs have been in town if i have maybe it was one time so was he surprised by that was he stunned by that or that's patty of course he did that we'll talk with joe ingles coming up at eight o'clock dj and pk hashtag nfl what made Tom Brady so great, I think, is, and, and people can say, the only reason I would ever call Tom Brady the GOAT is because he took less money. It's a chess game in the NFL, and you got to go out there and get other players. There's no, it's not basketball where you can just sign a couple great players and go win championships. you got to have defensive players as well. And Tom understood that better than any quarterback in NFL history. That's Tony Gonzalez, longtime Kansas City tight end on Tom Brady, sacrificing money to build a team around him, win six championships. And now the question is, can he get a seventh in Tampa Bay? Can he do it again? Take a little less to get a lot more. Funny that that's out there on the same day Raheem Mostert, San Francisco 49ers running back, has requested a trade. According to his agent, scheduled to get $2.575 million this year. 2.8, get a $300,000 raise in 2021 as part of a three-year contract he signed with the Niners last year. It makes him the fourth highest paid running back on the Niner roster, but he led the team with 772 yards rushing. He scored 10 touchdowns, had a 49ers record 220 yard rushing yards, and the difference between Mostert and Brady, among many differences, running back. Quarterback, you can have a long run. Maybe you can make it up in the next contract. Running back, you're one hit away. And they tend to run down. And a lot of running backs have one contract or they have two. And he's 28 years old, so he's getting towards the end of it. Do you like the Niners? Just a little bit. Yeah. How do you like the Niners and the Mariners? Shouldn't you like the Seahawks and the Mariners or the Niners and the Giants? Nope. You sat in Utah and just cherry-picked teams. Exactly. Okay. Glad we're clear on that. Well, he ran for 220 yards in the NFC title game against the Packers, so striking while the iron is hot is a cliche we're looking for there with Mostert. Amazon became the latest company to announce it's removing the uh, Washington Redskins merchandise for sale while the team considers a name change. CNBC reported that sellers on Amazon were given 48 hours to remove Redskins merchandise from their marketplaces on the site. So here's the thing. There's the social justice angle to this. And there's the money angle. Hey, you want to remove it so that you uh, you put pressure on the team to sell? Well, if you've already bought it, I don't think the team's getting a cut of it if you take it off Amazon now. Maybe it looks good for PR purposes for Amazon to say that. But I wonder how many sellers are thinking, you know, I'm not going to sell this now. I'm going to sit on this for 30 years when it's a collector's item. Is that too cynical? Yak, is that too cynical? PK's PK's off today. He's going to join us in the 9 o'clock hour. There are people out there who are absolutely doing exactly what you're talking about. So I'm not too, I'm not part of the cynical no, media the, the, there. They're they're looking at it saying, you know what? Eventually this is gonna be collector's item yep. material. I can gather yep. it all up now, store it away, and yeah, then I'll sell it down the road. 
Houston, Texas defensive end J.J. Watt said it's too early for players to make a decision on whether to play this season given the many unknowns that remain with the coronavirus pandemic. Since I've been on the NFLPA calls the last couple times we've had them, I don't think we're anywhere. I don't think we're at a point where people are making that decision because we don't have enough information yet to make that decision. So I think it's a very fluid process. Yeah, and I think they'll watch the restart with the NBA and they will watch Major League Baseball especially because soccer and basketball are doing the bubble. Baseball and football... Baseball is not, and football will not do the bubble. So keep an eye on baseball, especially. I mean, watch the other two. But especially for football, I think, keep an eye on baseball and see how it goes. And you don't, you know, you don't have to make a decision. You don't have to make. You're two months away from playing in a game. Almost exactly, right? Isn't the, the 10th scheduled for the opener? We're on July 9th, so two months from tomorrow is the NFL opener. Well, you could decide you're not playing in four weeks or five weeks or six weeks or seven. So... Watch baseball, see how it goes. Probably watch how things are going in you know your local market and all that. And you're probably watching how things are going for your your family, your friends, your circle, you know, to see how things are going. So I'm not surprised we're not hearing anything definitive from NFL players yet. DJ and PK. Hashtag college football. COVID is is part of our society. Wasn't caused by Football are caused by by uh, sports, and there's you know, no expert view right now that I am aware of, or that are you know agreeing expert views that you know sports you know is going to, is going to make that that worse. It's part of our society. We're going to have to have to deal with it. That's Jim Harbaugh's opinion, head football coach at the University of Michigan, but not everybody agrees with him. North Carolina and Ohio State paused their voluntary workouts after the latest round of COVID-19 testing. North Carolina said 37 people tested positive. Ohio State did not reveal how many people tested positive. They just said they're pausing. And the Ivy League ruled out sports this fall. First conference to say that. Uh, No decision about whether winter or spring sports will be played. Uh, Will they reschedule? They're not part of the playoff, the NCAA playoff, so they could reschedule spring, play a conference schedule in the spring if they wanted, or play a limited conference schedule. They they can do anything they want. They might only play four games. They've talked about the issue, though, is during spring, their lacrosse fields or the football fields or the soccer fields. Yep, so there's all that to iron out. But they're not playing football in the fall, and they're the first league to say that, and they were the first basketball league to say, we're not doing a tournament. Are people going to follow? If so, how quickly? I don't think because of the money, because of the the differences between the, the championship subdivision and the bowl subdivision, the difference between the group of five and the power five, I don't think the dominoes tip over here the way they did for basketball. I think that was a different set of circumstances. When the Ivy League shut down basketball, the 24-48 hours, we were seeing other leagues make those decisions. And, and by 72 hours, everybody has shut it down. I don't think it'll happen that quickly, but it's still... It still could be the one that, you know, starts everybody down that road. The other thing that happened in college football, it was just a whole bunch of bad news for college sports and college football, is Stanford dropped 11 sports. Now, Stanford had the second most number of sports in their athletic department 36. in the country. They just got 36 to 25, and they're dropping sports, you know, fencing, uh, rowing. Squash. Squash. Um, it, it looked fairly balanced, men's and women's, from what I saw. A lot of uh, was I think the big volleyball and wrestling. Men's volleyball. Were probably the two. Men's volleyball and wrestling. Yes, not women's volleyball were there. Excellent. Men's volleyball and men's wrestling. Men's volleyball program is pretty good, too, though. Yeah. Men's volleyball and wrestling are the two most traditional sports they dropped. 
Uh, but, it, you know, if it's your sport, you don't really care about all that tradition. Eliminated a lot of jobs. And if Stanford can do it, a lot of schools can do it. We've already seen sports do, teams do it. And if we don't have football this year, we're going to see more schools drop more teams. It's a, it's a given. The question is, how many? It's just, it was a bad day with North Carolina and Ohio State pausing. The Ivy League drop and uh, stop and fall sports and Stanford dropping 11 sports. It was just, it was a cocktail of bad news. And then you have Jim Harbaugh saying, Hey, sports isn't causing it. We're going to have to live with it. Basically saying, Hey, full steam ahead. Let's go. But that is, you know, PK was telling us yesterday, he's hearing more and more conference only spring. That that is, out of the it's, it's been, yeah. that's, it's been on the table months ago we had on the youth athletic director mark harlan and he says we got a lot of options on the table we're trying to figure everything have a plan for everything and that's one of the things and what pk is hearing is it's becoming a more prominent option you know it's the one you know at the big thanksgiving table you can't reach all the food well this one appears to be a little more in reach than it used to be we'll talk with mark harlan scheduled to join us tomorrow um Hold on to the Harbaugh sound. We can we can play it for him. Because I, I just think this confuses people. You know, for some people it's political. For some people it's not. But for a lot of people it's confusing. Why is one school putting on the brakes and another prominent football coach is saying full steam ahead? We'll talk with Mark Harlan about that. DJ and PK. Hashtag Major League Baseball. He's the commissioner. Everybody needs to remember he represents the owners. As much as we talk about the commissioner and the best interest of baseball, which there is some of that, at the end of the day, he's employed by the owners. So if I was a player today and knowing that I personally like Rob, I'm not going to sit here and tell you I trust everything that the commissioner or anybody else has to say in baseball. Let's face it, it's a business. Everybody's looking out for their own best interest. You have to keep that in mind. That's Tom Glavin on the distrust between Major League Baseball players and Commissioner Rob Manfred. I don't really see why he had to explain it. I mean, probably because he's being interviewed and he's asked a direct question, so he answered it. Okay. But does that really need to be explained to people? I mean, if you just kind of, you know, you're not hardcore baseball, but you just kind of casually follow it, don't you already know that? For 30 years or 40 years, depending on how old you are, 20, 30, 40 years. Major League Baseball completed the intake coronavirus testing. 66 positive tests. Now, that's players and staff across 30 teams. So you're looking at two to three positive tests per franchise on average. You're looking at uh, 25 players on a major league roster, except it's expanded this year. You know, without AAA baseball, they're going to have more guys, more people available for injuries. So if you're bringing in, you know, 40, 50 players and staffers, Two to three, that seems to me pretty predictable. And given everything else we're seeing across society, not a bad number. I think when baseball started this process, if you could say, can you limit it to two or three per team? I think I think most teams would have said, yeah, I would take that number right now, sight unseen. Versus what we're seeing, you know, in some college when North Carolina announces 37 positive tests or a soccer team with 30 players announces five or 10 positive tests. I think those numbers are pretty good pretty good for baseball right there 3,740 tests 66 positives 58 players 8 club staff members take those numbers 
That's I think that bodes well for baseball. That's a it, best case scenario in many, it, in yeah. many ways. And it's outdoors and social distancing is a part. You change the ball pretty frequently. I mean, the batter, the catcher, and the umpire at home plate are standing pretty close to each other. Everybody else, spread out. Stop holding runners on at first. Nobody's stealing anyway. Everybody's hitting three-run homers. Play behind the runner. Don't open that gap for the hit and run. There's no Tony Gwynn to put that ball through that hole anymore. Everybody's trying to hit three-run homers anyway. Who cares? All right, DJ and PK. Hashtag Major League Baseball. Should be soccer. Major League Soccer's MLS is back. Tournament open last night. Orlando City beat Inter-Miami 2-1. Stoppage time goal from Nani. That was not a crisp game. That was not. And it makes me wonder what the NBA is going to look like. You mean a four-month layoff affected them? Yes. That looked like a preseason game. Now, they were running out good teams. Orlando routinely misses the playoffs. And Inter-Miami's an expansion team playing their third game ever and their first game in four months. So this wasn't set up to be a classic. But it wasn't crisp. And they haven't played in a while. So what are we going to see when the NBA starts? I got to I gotta wonder. <laughs> they just haven't played in so long. What is it going to look like? When baseball starts, I'm less worried about it. Because when baseball sp- starts by baseball's nature, it's more of a one-on-one game. And so the whole, the whole timing, the fluidity, basketball and soccer need that. They need to be fluid, free-flowing, and a pass that is a split second late or a split second behind somebody wrecks everything. Baseball, guys trying to throw the ball up there 95 miles an hour, maybe 92 with a little, uh, you know, a little break to it or something. They're just trying to blow it by guys. The guys are trying to hit home runs. So I think baseball is going to pass the eye test easier than soccer or basketball. Uh, more games today. They play in the morning. They're, they're avoiding the heat in the middle of the day. They're playing at 9 o'clock in the morning, which is 7 o'clock here. So live soccer from Orlando on ESPN right now. New York City and Philadelphia. The 10th minute scoreless. RSL plays Sunday night. DJ and PK. Golf. The PGA Tour in Dublin, Ohio. That is always a good-looking course on TV. I don't know what it is, man. The greens are greener at Muirfield. And it's just got to be all the storms rolling through Ohio, right? It's farm country. My brother lived in Cleveland for a long time. He's in Chicago now. And we went back to visit him. And, you know, what do you do when you're in Cleveland for four days for a family reunion? There are like 12 of us there, right? I I have two brothers. And so we were all there with our families. Uh, My mom had passed away, but my dad was still alive at that point. So there would have been 13 of us there. And what do you do, right? And so there's a couple of things. Well, one day uh, we went to Amish country. Ton of farms down in central Ohio. Not that far from the Pro Football Hall of Fame. It's only an, Canton's only an hour south of Cleveland on the freeway. It's, uh, you know, it's, it's like driving, driving from Cleveland to Canton, if you want to do a family vacation in Cleveland. I know you're all giggling right now. Is um, basically it's like driving from Ogden to Provo. And it's freeway the whole way. You're on an eight-lane interstate. When we get off, how will we find the Pro Football Hall of Fame? Oh, it's on your right. You'll see it. You'll, you can't miss it. You can literally, people could stand on the front steps and punt a ball onto the freeway. You can't miss it. It is hard by the freeway. 
Turn it down to Amish country. There's just farms, farms everywhere. You get off the interstate and you get 10 or 15 minutes off the off the freeway. Farms everywhere. So I guess that's why Murfield Village looks so good. Uh, Zach Blair is the only local in the field. It's the Workday Charity Open, and they're going to play there two weeks in a row. Yep, two full weeks and in gonna, It's going to look good. I don't know what it is, man. The greens are just more vibrant. They're going to tear up the course, though, over two weeks? Well, I assume PJ Tour has enough money oh, you know, to take the best care possible of that. And they're you pros. don't have... You know, it's a, it's more a British Open thing. You don't see it so much on U.S. courses. But, you know, on a British course, you'll see a group will go by, and then they'll open the rope so that people can cut across the fairway. Correct. Yeah. And, man, when you're watching that tournament in the, by the third or fourth round, the fairway is just beat where those people are crossing. Yeah, they are like, thrashed. I, I lived in Santa Barbara in a drought, and, like, they kept the greens alive, and the, the rest of the course, brown. it took a beating. Yeah. It, it was brown. It got worn. They're running. It's not quite as bad as the L.A. golf PK talks about. It's not that busy because there aren't as many people. But the ratio of people, of courses is still pretty intense. And they get, they get pretty beat up. But you're not going to have that wear and tear because you're not going to have fans there. Now, you're right. If everybody's driving the same distance on a hole, a fairway, you know. Bryson DeChambeau just laughs at that suggestion. Well, yeah, he'll be 30 yards past everybody. But no, you got a good point. But you, you got a landing zone out there, 300 yards ish, whatever you know, on any particular hole. I guess to your point, yes, there could be a lot of irons. They can change tee boxes. They can change. They can make sure the greens are up and running. Those the new systems for greens are absolutely incredible. I guess one thing we should also pass along. Ryder Would Cup. you be worried about the greens getting beat up? I wouldn't worry about that. No, I'm just saying you can keep them. And, and you can move the tee yeah. box so the tee box will look good. But that landing zone in the fairway, that's gonna the thing a, you could be looking at. One thing we probably should pass along as well, the Ryder Cup has been delayed to 2021. Yeah, we all knew that was coming. International travel. I mean, Europe's not even letting people from the U.S. in now. They're, they don't like how many positives they're seeing over here. Nope! You can't visit. I don't know how many people really want to get on a plane and fly to Europe right now. All right, that's what's trending. A lot going on. It's brought to you by Shamrock Plumbing. Receive a free reverse osmosis system with the purchase of any water softener at Shamrock Plumbing. 801-295-1690. That's Shamrock Plumbing. Dennis Lindsay did the Zoom press conference with the media yesterday. Hopped on the big show with Jake. Going to play a couple cuts, a couple things he had to talk about. And Jake is going to join us. Uh, Jake and Gordon had him on the big show. We will do that next. Joe Ingles at 8. Craig Bowlerjack at 8.30. PK will check in on the 9 o'clock hour. It's 97.5 and 12.80 The Zone.